Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Holding the Ladder in Sport and Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Tim Rice. In this special episode on my 51st birthday, we hear from CEO and co-founder of Admirals Basketball Academy in Eastern Europe, Nick Marari. He's used a platform of basketball to bring hope to young people in Eurasia for over 20 years. And I know you're going to get a lot from uh, this next few minutes with him. Also want to make sure you understand and know that the special episode comes as we explain and pretty much uh, present to you, Nick, in his ministry, because my brother and I are going to be running 51 miles in the next 51 hours during this July 1st and July 2nd uh, date. And that is to raise money for Admirals Basketball Academy. So go check out the show notes to learn more not only about Nick and Admirals, but also to donate to our fundraiser. Hope you enjoy the next few minutes with Nick. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to today's special episode of the Holding the Ladder in Sport and Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Tim Rice, and today is my 51st birthday, and uh, I thought it fitting. You know, the one thing I really wanted for my birthday was to go out and run 51 miles in 51 hours to raise money for Admirals Basketball Academy, um, a Christian basketball uh, ministry uh, in Kishnau, Moldova, with a branch in Kiev, Ukraine. And uh, today's guest is Nick Marari, who is the founder of Admirals Basketball Academy. And uh, Nick, we're really glad to have you as a guest today. And, uh, you know, of anyone that would know how crazy I am about doing things on my birthday, I suppose it would be you, right? Uh, yes. Another, <laughs> cra- another crazy thing that you did, uh, it wasn't your birthday, but you came over to Moldova. And we have really enjoyed having you and Candy. Yeah, it, it's, I tell you, it, that, that, um, the trip and the trip that Nick uh, is mentioning, uh, my wife Candy, who, of course, if you've heard any of the podcasts I call the, the smarter of the two doctors, Rice, she and I had the opportunity to travel to Kishnau and uh, serve with um, Admirals for five days back in November of 2019. And boy, what a, a, a life-changing experience it was for us to, to see not only what everyone's doing there uh, to really impact um, young people for Christ through the game of basketball, but to really see all these wonderful folks that are sacrificing so much, uh, just like Nick. And um, I thought it was only fitting on my 51st birthday that I would have Nick as my guest so, Nick, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I am 42 years old. Uh, I'm married to a beautiful, godly woman. Her name is Uliana. We have uh, four kids, one boy who is uh, 14 and three girls, uh, 12 years old, three years old, and one year old. Uh, we all live... Uh, in the country, small country of Moldova, one of the former Soviet Union republics. It's uh, sandwiched between Romania on the west and Ukraine on the east, just a little bit uh, about a uh, little bit above uh, the Black Sea. And I have been in sports ministry uh, since I was about 18 years old, so for about 24 years. Wow. So, so what, uh, you know, you, you've been doing this for a long time and uh, your, your current position or your, really your current uh, passion is uh, leading Admirals Basketball Academy. Uh, tell us a little bit about what led you to want to get Admirals Basketball Academy started and kind of take us back to, you know, was it 2011 when you got it started, correct? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, so I never dreamed about. So I never dreamed about running, founding, and running uh, an academy such as Admirals, uh, and that's something that has been very meaningful for me. But it was a long journey before I ever got to to this point, uh, and I've done many different things, uh, like public club, Sunday school, uh, sports ministry at a church. Then I was with uh, 
organization called Athletes in Action, Campus Crusade for Christ, currently crew. I was with another organization uh, called Sport Quest. But really, I see that all of that uh, was the time when God has been working, when God worked on me uh, to prepare me for something uh, different. And so that's how I found myself starting the Admirals Basketball Academy. Uh, and it, it has been it has been a really uh, interesting and uh, meaningful, as I said, uh, journey. Now, going back to 2011, when you started Admirals, were there people that kind of helped um, helped you get this thing off the ground? You know, helped you get it started. So throughout the years uh, before uh, Admirals Basketball Academy was founded, the passion that I have had was uh, to to work with young people, to invest into the lives of young people. Uh, really, I don't know where I get that other than uh, I was a young person myself and uh, I had a very uh, simple life uh, and the, I w- there was nothing to look forward to in my life and uh, I had no not much hope and I didn't want didn't know what what I want to do with my life but then there were uh, some people that uh, God brought into my life and they invested in me and they encouraged me and and they mentored me and just my life was transformed Uh, God has used them and worked through them so much and uh, just naturally that became my passion and so when uh, the Admos Academy was founded uh, I basically wanted to as I said I wanted to invest in young people but the experience that I have had until then was working with kids and working with athletes and I just uh, combined the two and that's how the Admos got started and we did that for, I did that for a few years. And then there were uh, two men, Daryl Lyons and J.K. Leonard, who, uh, who were interested uh, to, to help start the Admos Academy. And I, I don't know why and how, but I'm just so thankful to them for, uh, for helping in the from the very beginning yeah and you know uh for those folks that know me a little bit that are in the audience you know i i was fortunate to work at grove city college in pennsylvania with a really good man by the name of steve lamy uh a guy who um really taught me a ton about how to coach the right way and how to impact young people uh through the game and, um, you know, he's been involved with uh, Nick's uh, ministry there with admirals and um, as well as uh, uh, Steve's wife, Melissa. And uh, that's kind of how I got, uh, you know, introduced to admirals. I remember Steve talking about some of his first trips to Moldova with AIA and uh, then, of course, uh, getting involved. And, you know, how Steve Lamy been in, and Missy Lamy, how they've been impactful in, in the admirals ministry. Uh, so, so this is a great family. So just like you said, I met them uh, when I was still on staff with Athletes in Action. And um, they have been a very special couple uh, in, in the lives of uh, our family. And uh, actually, back in 2011, right before the Academy was started, and actually that was something that led for the Academy to be started, uh, was the fact that the Moldovan Federation asked me to put together a basketball team uh, and the national basketball team and take uh, the team to a tournament in Ukraine. And so I, I didn't feel like I qualify for that uh, position and for that role. So immediately I reached out to Steve and I said, hey, Steve, uh uh, would you be interested in coming to Moldova to help me put together uh, the national team and go uh, go for a tournament in Ukraine? 
and uh, he uh, he said yes. He came over, uh, and we had a great project uh, training camp. We took the team over, and it was actually after that first trip, together with Steve, uh, the boys came over and they said, "Would would you be interested to coach us?" Uh, throughout the year and make a team out of us. So that was one of the initial uh, steps uh, to, that, that helped and led uh, for the Admos Academy to be started. Okay, that's great. You, you have you had support within uh, there in San Antonio, in the San Antonio area, you know, you have a lot of folks that are prayer warriors, folks that are financially giving and things of that nature. Uh, you know, you have a lot of people in that area, you know, uh, are those people that have kind of held the ladder for you as you've built Admirals uh, over the uh, last it, few years? Yes, and actually it goes back a long ways uh, uh, ago. So basically it actually goes uh, all the way to 1996. So the first uh, people who I met who were from Texas, San Antonio, was the American couple uh, who came, who moved to Moldova with their family to start a church and, and a Bible seminary. And so that's how I became a Christian through the, their ministry. And at that seminary, uh, the professors and teachers, uh, they came from the States and some of them came from Texas, San Antonio. And so, uh, yes, a long, long time ago, I, I met some wonderful people who I have stayed friends with. Uh, and just over the years, uh, I met more and more people and they have been very supportive and very encouraging. And they have been uh, just as mentors, very helpful. To, to get me to where I am and eventually to, to start the Admos Academy. Right. And I know that when you look at what you've done and, and your folks have done there in, in Chisinau, and just so everyone understands, Chisinau is the capital city of the Republic of Moldova. And uh, it is, um, you know, uh, to be able to visit there and to see the work that Nick and his team have done uh, for these young people is truly amazing. But really, uh, you've also had a lot of folks in the area that have kind of stepped up recently pertaining to uh, the facility you all uh, practice and play in. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, it's an interesting story. So about 20 years ago, I organized a basketball tournament for the basketball community in Moldova. And one of the persons who was on a basketball team, on one of the basketball teams, uh, he was a businessman. But uh, when I shared my testimony and what, uh, with everyone, and when I shared the gospel with everyone, he was uh, very verbal and loud. Uh, so everyone heard him in speaking in the gym and he said, I'm an atheist and nothing's going to change it. And so 20 years later, uh, uh, he, uh, he, he just said that he wants to work with us. Uh, he wants to support what we do. And he's not a Christian, uh, but, but he really likes what we do in the community. So he bought uh, a bus, 20 passenger bus, uh, and he just lets us, use it at no cost uh, and that worked great for us and something else that he recently began to do is he he repaired the whole gym uh, the, that we've been using so that we so that the kids could have a better facility enjoy it more uh, it was really old gym uh, the roof was leaking it was very cold during the winters over there inside, it was dark. The windows uh, were poor, uh, so you you could in the winter uh, 
it would just the the wind would blow through the windows and so he he repaired the whole gym and uh uh it has been very interesting uh to have him join with us and we are very much appreciative for all the work that he has done and it appears that it's going to be a really long uh partnership yeah i i and seeing the pictures of the renovation of the facility um it, it has been just an amazing transformation and uh and in many ways if you think about that facility and the transformation that it has been has been made on it you also have to consider the transformation of the young people that you have transformed you and your team there have transformed through the years from being you know very young and very new to the game of basketball and of course uh, many with no understanding of uh, Jesus Christ or anything um, to now many of these folks uh, you know you've got a number of uh, young people that have come to the United States for school and uh, can you talk a little bit about that and kind of uh, what what happened over the last 12 months with that? Yes, but before I get into that, I just wanted to comment on the fact that yes, you are right. So this businessman, I, I think he 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 saw the work that we do, and he saw how uh, transforming it it is, and how uh, important it is, and he just uh, just really got excited and wanted to be a part of that change because. Uh, we have gone a long ways and we we are able to serve and minister to so many young kids uh, and it's just something that I have always loved to do and I don't mind him being a part of this uh, so so that's 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 what I wanted to comment and explain but as far as uh, the last couple, the last twelve months, uh, and having our uh, alumni uh, studying in in the states, so you know many young people in Moldova uh, dream about playing in NBA, uh, and and so I was I was like that when I was uh, a kid and we do want to, to strive at the academy we want to strive to become the best that uh, we can uh, not only on the court but off, off the court as, uh, of course as well and so the, this four boys and one girl uh, they have just worked so hard to have this chance and opportunity to study in the states and uh, we have loved helping them with that opportunity but we didn't know what to do we really had no idea how to help them and until we met you and and that until you you said that you that that's something that uh, you want to try to help with and so that was a new stage or new new big step for all of us uh to to get this case to the states and they have really enjoyed it and uh, we stay in touch. Uh, we see how the time in the States has been really beneficial for them. There is no way we could have uh, provided for them or to them uh, anything like what they get received uh, in the States. Maybe one day we'll be, we'll be like that in Moldova. So, so we could be uh, so kids from Moldova wouldn't have to go to the States, but we have lo long ways to go uh, to have such great teachers like they have, such good coaches like they have in the States. Uh, so thank you for, for helping us with that. That really means a lot to be able to send the best kids from the Admirals to, to represent Admirals in the States. Well, and, and it was uh, it was an honor to do so. And I, you know, I I think that every one of us have the opportunity to serve and uh, hold the ladder like you've held the ladder for them. And, uh, you know, uh, I felt like, well, you know, 
if I could hold the ladder in a, in a different way, uh, that I would love to see what would happen. And God just kind of did what he does. He stepped in, <laughs> you know, he took it from there. And uh, it's really neat also to have another young person who will be uh, attending uh, prep school in Connecticut this next year from uh, your group, uh, a young lady um, that will be going uh, to school in Connecticut. And, you know, I, I think that it's uh, obviously a testament to the work that you all have done and how God has used you all to, to impact these young people. And in turn, uh, how they have impacted um, the students, the American students and players that they've uh, come in contact with during their time, uh, both in the Ann Arbor, Michigan area, as well as in the San Antonio area, where the young people ended up. And, um, you know, uh, one other thing I was going to bring up, too, and, and ask you about would be uh, with Admirals, obviously, you got started there in Chisinau, but now uh, you you have a, a, a branch, if you will, in Kiev, Ukraine, um, led by uh, Leonid Stefanishin. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, that has been a really nice development. Uh, definitely something that God has uh, orchestrated and led uh, for it to happen. So, I mean, it's a long story, but I'll try to make it as short as possible. Uh, uh, back in 2001, when I was with Atlas in Action, we had a group uh, from the States a basketball team from the States uh, to come uh, to Moldova in Ukraine. And they played the games. They, they shared the gospel with uh, the players that they, with Ukrainian players that they play, played against, with Moldovan players that they played against. And I happened to help uh, organize that, that trip for the American team. And on one of those teams, uh, Leo was playing against Americans and he was uh, about 18 years old or so but I don't remember meeting him back then uh, but after one of the games uh, he got a brochure and it was about the organization but also it had a testimony of uh, David Robinson and so uh, he read the, the testimony and it touched his life and he came home and and he has his story and testimony about how he became a Christian. But uh, through that testimony, he he learned about who Christ is and he he uh, fell on his knees and he became a Christian. Uh, to it's just an experience that he can share better. And and so. But, but as I said, I never met him on that trip. I don't remember him meeting. I don't remember meeting him at that trip. And it was only years later uh, when uh, probably 10 or, or even more years later when the academy was already going on in Moldova. And I took a team from Moldova to United States and the team uh, had a great experience in United States. We wanted to thank David Robinson for uh, his involvement and his partnership with the Academy. And uh, as an idea, uh, we decided that we would have an award in his name and present it to uh, athletes who are Christians in Eurasia. And somehow Leo's name came came to be the first name that I thought of uh, who would be the person to receive it because I heard about him. I heard that he is a Christian, that he plays uh, in Ukrainian league, that he played on all the national teams for Ukraine. And he also was very verbal about his faith in God. So immediately I thought about him uh, having and receiving this award. And we, we presented it to him. And then when he came to Moldova to receive the award, he said, Nick, I, I need to share something with you. And I asked, uh, what is that? And he said, well, 
here's my story. And so he shared how, how, how he got that brochure, how that had an impact on him, how he became a Christian. And so, and so I was like, wow, that's really nice. I mean, God could only do something like this. And, but he was still playing in Ukraine and he played for a few more years before he decided that uh, he, he wants to become a coach. And when he said that he uh, wants to be a coach uh, and he wants to start Admirals Basketball Academy in Ukraine, I was, I, I, it was definitely God's, God's work. So I, I, I couldn't resist, but say, let's do it. Let's, let's move with this idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and you brought up uh, a name there, uh, David Robinson. And uh, it kind of leads to a question I'd have pertaining to networking, of course, and it's something I ask of all my guests, but, you know, you, David Robinson, for anyone listening, if, unless you've been under a rock for the last oh, 25 years, David Robinson's a Hall of Fame basketball player, played at the Naval Academy, and, uh, and then was a uh, first-round draft pick there with the San Antonio Spurs and stayed his entire career there made a huge impact in the San Antonio community and, of course, impacted Nick's life in many ways. Nick, can you talk a little bit about your uh, relationship with David Robinson and, and kind of what, uh, you know, what, how that came to be? So that's another different long uh, story, but, and I, too, will try to make it as short as possible. But I myself uh, uh, came across testimony of David Robinson back in 1998, and I was a Christian by then, and I was a, at, at uh, the Bible seminar that I told you about. And it made uh, an impact on me. And so I, I, I translated it into Russian, and I made an, uh, a, a brochure. And I was just giving it out to, to the basketball players in Moldova. And it was before. It was before I joined Athletes in Action, so it was uh, a different brochure. And uh, you know, back in back in the nineties, to dream about going to United States and to dream about uh, meeting David Robinson uh, in person was was something I mean <laughs> crazy. Uh, unbelievable but uh, to, together with my friend from Nigeria who also studied at the Bible seminary uh, and we, we fasted uh, each Thursday and then we also prayed in the closet uh, between the breaks uh, uh, so somehow he or I I don't know don't remember we got this idea about to pray to meet David Robinson in person and we prayed. I remember doing that. We didn't pray often, maybe several times, maybe once. But it was back 1998. And, and so I forgot about that prayer. And it was later in 2001 when uh, a family uh, from San Antonio, Texas, they invited me to the States to introduce me to another person uh, who became a good friend and a father figure for, for me and who has held the ladder uh, for me uh, later on. They invited me to the States to meet uh, Don Eddy, who had uh, basketball camps going on uh, in San Antonio, but also actually in other states as well. Uh, and I came in 2000. One, I came to the States, I came later to the States, but I never got to meet David Robinson. And it was only 2006 when I came to the States uh, on, on a different trip. Um, somebody told me that occasionally David comes to a Bible study, but it was early in the morning. The Bible study was at 6 or 6.30 in the morning. Uh, and that night, I, I had a really bad night's sleep. I had also issues. 
and I really didn't sleep well, maybe a little bit through the whole night. And I was hesitant to go to the Bible study because I did not feel good at all. And I still went. I still went, uh, and uh, David was there, and my uh, friend, Coach Curry, who took me to the Bible study, uh, uh, he had to give me a ride to the Bible study because I, back then I did not drive a car. Uh, he introduced me to David, like uh, he knew David, but uh, he he didn't know David. David didn't know who Coach Fred was. And, and, you know, that moment, David could have shook my hand and said, nice to meet you. And that would have been completely fine with me. <laughs> it would have been, uh, all right, so I met David Robinson. Instead, David said, would you like to join uh, uh, the discussion, uh, a small group for discussion? And I said, absolutely. So I, I joined the group and, you know, there were all kinds of thoughts in my mind, uh, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't the scripture. I, I could not believe that I was sitting uh, right by David and I was like, how did this happen? And, and what's going on? And I was so excited. Um, and so that was the first time I met him. And uh, the following times when I came to the States, I went to the Bible study and David was there. And uh, on, after one of those Bible studies, we had a breakfast together. And then we uh, just met about once every time I came to the States. And that has developed into a relationship and a friendship. And so when it was 2012, uh, I, I spoke to David about naming the academy, the Admiral's Academy. And he said, we didn't, we, we didn't do much back then. So he said, no, I'm not, I'm not sure about it. So we did not call the academy Admiral's Academy right away. But it was one year later, he said, uh, I like what you're doing. So, uh, yes, let, uh, I would like, I would love uh, for it to be called Admirals. So he allowed us to, to call it Admirals. And since then, we have, uh, we had more things in common. Um, and David has been a part of the Admirals Academy. And I have enjoyed, uh, I have enjoyed uh, uh, knowing him. One thing that I wanted to say about, uh, you know, uh, bef bef before the Academy was founded, uh, one thing is that in, when God answered that prayer uh, and I met David, um, the question that I had in my mind was, God, why did you allow me to meet David? And what is that that you would like to do through this uh, relationship? Because it wasn't about me. It wasn't just the fact that I know the David that made me uh, or should have made me uh, happy. Uh, it's, it's about God's purpose and uh, something that God wants to accomplish. And so I believe, and it appears so that the Academy is that, uh, that plan of God's. Uh, and, and I think we are just in the beginning and uh, is going to make a huge difference in Eurasia. Yeah, well, you already are doing that. There's no question about it. And, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, one thing that I, I think is important for everyone to understand is obviously uh, when you think about what you're doing there um, through the years, uh, you know, you have uh, relied on support from folks uh, all over the United States uh, and other parts of the, of the world. I know Todd James, a good friend of ours from Ireland, who is a, a sport missionary there, 
a uh, longtime basketball coach there in the Dublin area, uh, has obviously supported you all in, in several ways. And But um, would you say, what are the biggest challenges you face, uh, you know, leading admirals? What, what are those biggest, the biggest challenges? Okay, yeah, that, that, this, is a good, this is a good question. Uh, Moldova is uh, one of the poorest countries in uh, in Europe, and um, it, there are many challenges that people are facing in Moldova, and unfortunately, many young people want to uh, leave the country, uh, go to the West, uh, and strive to uh, to to have a better life somewhere else outside of Moldova. So I think that's that's one of the biggest challenges because many quality people who could have made the difference in Moldova, they live. And so uh, uh, we need to raise the next generation leaders who would be uh, interested to stay in Moldova and make a difference in Moldova. Uh, I don't know how that would look like uh, as far as the economics, uh, but definitely we need some uh, we need some uh, spiritually people. We need some people who would be able to uh, make a difference in the country. Right, and and as far as like uh, raising money and everything, uh, is that is that a pretty tough job for you all? Uh, so government doesn't support many programs, uh, uh, during Soviet Union, the government provided for sports, uh, and it, it was, uh, a different situation, socialistic, uh, socialistic, uh, system, but now we've been going, uh, towards capitalism and, uh, some people didn't handle it, uh, in the best way people are used for the government to provide uh and another big problem in moldova is that there is no market and so it, it just creates a different situation uh where we have to uh to do our best right and you know i, I the reason why i wanted to bring that up is really for everyone listening to understand, you know, uh, that uh, the, the work that Nick and his folks there and admirals are doing, and not only there, but also in Kiev, Ukraine, is really uh, providing hope for young people. It's part of the uh, mission, bringing hope. And uh, can you talk a little bit about that, Nick, about bringing hope to the young people uh, through basketball in Eurasia? Uh, yes, absolutely. So, what I find is that just like uh, many young people in Moldova, that's how I was when I was uh, little. I I was growing up and I had nothing to look forward to. I had no hope for anything, uh, really. And and uh, that that's why we exist now, so that. Uh, we could bring the hope so that we, we could bring the hope for uh, growth and development for kids to believe in something uh, big, for them to strive, for them to, to, to do and be their best. Um, so that we, we made this our mission. It's really, it's really much needed uh, in that part of the world because otherwise young people turn to to drugs, they turn to uh, to alcohol, and they end up they end up living without any purpose. Just exist, and by the age of thirty, uh, they just try to survive, and they have nothing to look forward to, and so their lives are just a waste. I don't know if that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, as we're speaking today and everything, and you know, as uh, 
as everyone knows, you know, I'm doing this run with my, my twin brother, Tony, today uh, for my birthday. And, and then, of course, uh, the next day I'll be doing that as well. Uh, 51 miles and 51 hours for my 51st birthday to raise money uh, to uh, help with operational costs with uh, admirals. Um, I mean, what's the greatest need that admirals has? Um, we need leaders. So that, that's why we're in the business of raising leaders uh, to, in order to make the difference in the country and in Eurasia. We do need to raise uh, quality people, leaders. Yeah. And uh, now, obviously, you've been holding a ladder for young people for many, many years. Um, is it is it kind of neat to see some of these uh, folks that you've helped hold the ladder for through the years also now becoming leaders and starting to do that for others? I mean, do you, who are some people that you can think of that, you know, have done that, that you've helped out? Absolutely. So uh so it's it's so much rewarding to see uh other people stepping in and uh investing into other uh lives and so among them are two eugenes so you we already talked about leo but then we also have two other full-time staff eugene pogarelov and eugene postalaki so they've been a part of the academy and now they have uh, groups of young people that they coach and invest in and uh, something else that we do in the academy is we encourage players of age 15, 16, whoever wants, uh, we encourage them to start investing into the lives of kids that are 10, 9, 10, 11 years old and we saw we see, we see how that uh, has worked so well uh, to help these young coaches uh, grow and mature and uh, not focused on only on themselves, but also give back and hold, oh, hold, hold the ladder uh, for somebody else. Right. And one of the things I was fortunate to observe on my trip over was some of the young people actually from Admirals, some of your young leaders out in the public schools teaching basketball and PE classes. What a powerful mm -hmm. thing that was to see. And, um, you know, and you all are in what, probably like eight to 10 public schools in Chisinau now, is that correct around that about? Uh, we were until the pandemic and now we just uh, hope to, so we were not able to do it uh, the last year at all because, uh, because of the pandemic and the situation in the world. But we hope to get back into the, those eight schools uh, starting September or whenever it is going to be possible. Right. Well, and, and it was very, for me, uh, to observe it, it was just amazing. And, uh, you know, to have young people who are willing to go out and, and really share their knowledge about the sport what, that they got from you guys. Um, and, you know, uh, I would be remiss uh, to not bring up uh, you know, you brought up Leo and the two Eugenes and yourself, uh, obviously, uh, the, your wives and how much of an impact they've had on the ministry. Absolutely. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a blessing to have, uh, uh all four full-time staff, uh, have families and be supportive, uh, by their wives uh and just it we we are like one big family uh and we share this whole journey of being in the ministry and uh developing the academy uh that has been that has been a great environment that has been a great family to be a part of just an interesting thing about this is that all four families had one child born 2020 uh, so i find it interesting but uh, absolutely wives uh, they have been a great support for for all all of the all of us uh, and it's just 
there are not many communities in Ukraine and Moldova, uh, Christian, there are not many Christian communities, but uh, we, we are blessed to have this one. Absolutely. And I, I can say, and again, I'm a Southern kid, so I grew up on hospitality, okay? <laughs> People being very nice and generous and friendly. And uh, I can say without question that the, uh, the four families um, that I've met are all some of the most giving, most generous people that I've ever met. And uh, for Candy and I to visit there and to uh, get a chance to really uh, experience the culture in a five-day period, um, to eat uh, eat the food you all eat, and to uh, to really uh, walk the streets and the sidewalks uh, uh, between our meetings at, uh, from the gym over to get pizza or whatever, and just to get to know you all, and then evenings at uh, your home and uh, Eugene's, and uh, you know, I, I just think it's there is something to be said for being a, a giving community like you all are, especially to two uh, Americans who you've met on Zoom before. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was an incredible experience for us. And um, I, I want to uh, give you a chance to, to kind of close today uh, in this interview. Um, as we have a lot of people that listen to our podcast here in the United States and, of course, in other parts of the world, but a lot of folks in the United States, uh, give us a pitch. Tell us, tell us, you know, you've told us a lot about admirals, but, uh, you know, how can people help you? How can people help admirals from uh, other parts of the world? Uh, first of all, uh, the most important thing how people can be uh, helping is uh, through prayer. So uh, prayer and prayer makes the difference and god is the one who does uh, who does all the work uh no doubt he he's the one who's touching the lives and uh we we just having it, it has been difficult but we saw god at work and we saw him go before us and there's no way we we can move forward without him. So we invite anyone who uh, would like to be a part of the Admos to, to pray for us. Uh, if you can teach, if you can coach, uh, and you're interested in short-term trips, uh, mission trips, uh, long-term, uh, we would love to have you. Uh, people can uh, help by donating financially uh, to help us offset the, the rent costs uh, for, for gym, for facility that we use for training, transportation expenses. Uh, so so any, anything, maybe, maybe there is equipment that people would like to donate. It, it doesn't have to be new, it can be used. Uh, perhaps there's some other ways people can partner that we don't know of so just we would like you to connect with us and uh, and join with us in any in any way that god leads you wonderful thank you so much i, I just wanted to make sure you had a chance to share kind of what your needs are and and for everyone listening um you know uh as i've spoken about a couple of times uh, about our fundraiser that my brother and I are doing um, over the next couple of days, trying to raise $2,500 uh, for uh, some operational uh, costs for admirals. And, um, you know, we, we did a fundraiser last year. Um, a little less challenging last year. I ran 5K last year. This year I'm running, I think, uh, I don't even know what the math would be, but 51 miles is a lot of, a lot of kilometers. So, wow. uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, our, our big mission for both my brother and I um, is to not only just raise uh, funds for uh, admirals and the great work that they're doing for Christ uh, in Eurasia, uh, for these young people, but also to raise uh, awareness that, um, you know, challenges come in life and, uh, you know, it's all in how you face them. 
And in our case, we decided that we were going to take a challenge on of running 51 miles in 51 hours. Some people would say that's crazy. Perhaps it is. Um, but we also feel like uh, God's given us the ability to do that at 51 years old. And by the way, my brother's a twin brother. I'm seven minutes older than my brother, Tony. And uh, he'll be doing that in Foley, Alabama on the Gulf Coast. I'll be doing it here in West Fargo, North Dakota. Um, but, uh, you know, please take a look at the link in the show notes for our fundraiser. Um, we'd love to get to 20. Well, we'd love to exceed twenty five hundred dollars. Uh, over the next 48 hours. And, um, you know, because these uh, Admirals is, is a worthy uh, organization, we've seen it, my wife Candy and I have seen it with our, our own eyes, the impact that they make. And we've met the young people that have been mentored by these great folks like Nick and Eugene and Eugene and, and Leo. And uh, so, um, Nick, uh, how would you like to close the interview today? Well, you have any final words? Well, I would like to thank you for inviting me to be a part of this uh, podcast. Um, I'm amazed on on uh, how God makes things work. So He He brings people our way, and they turn to be a blessing for us. And we, we love to meet people and we appreciate uh, each and everyone for being a part of the Admos and the work that God, God is doing in Moldova, in Ukraine, in Eurasia. Uh, there is no reason to be a part of that work uh, unless it's all for God's kingdom, unless it's all for God's glory. So Amen. Uh, I truly appreciate uh, all all the people that are a part of our lives. Yeah, same here. And Nick, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy day uh, to chat with us and uh, and to share more about what you're doing, the great work you're doing there in uh, in Moldova and, of course, in Ukraine. And uh, we were gonna we're gonna do our part today and tomorrow to make sure that we uh, first of all we run those 51 miles the best of our ability, but we give God the glory in every mile, every step. But also, uh, we would encourage everyone uh, that's listening to go donate. Um, every you know, every little bit helps. Uh, even larger uh, donations would be great. So, um, next again, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate you taking your time. Yeah, you bet. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for uh, listening to this special episode here today on my fifty-first birthday. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again this coming Monday for another episode of the Holding the Ladder and Sport and Leadership Podcast. Hope you guys have a great week. Take care. Thanks for listening. And until next week, I challenge you to hold the ladder for someone to climb to greater heights than they ever thought possible.